yeah. Alright. Welcome to Wasted Potential. If you're just joining us or coming back, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> here we are podcasting live from the surface of Mars. Uh, we're part of the crew. I don't know if you all heard of us. That launched in 1999 uh, to colonize Mars. And here we are. Hope you're all enjoying since I think with time you would be listening to us in 2020. I'm sure it's a very exciting time for everyone. The future is really, really wonderful. I look forward to see what Prince and Michael Jackson are doing right now. Oh, gosh. Like Actors like Mel Gibson probably have won so many awards by now. Um, I, I bet he actually has. <laughs> just wonder who our president is, you know? I mean, we left on a high note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we left the end of the Clinton era. <laughs> It'll only be good. <laughs> so high from Mars. <laughs> Hope the war on drugs is over and there's no other wars that's happened since. Oh, gosh. Oh, so many things I could say. Okay. But, as part of our mission to Mars, we brought nothing but booze, plants, and movies. So today we'll be reviewing a movie uh, that was ironically filmed in 1999, but it was finished before we launched. So We get special treatment by Universal Studios to get the film before it was released in theaters. Yeah, so really exciting to be watching this. Uh, it's called The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. Uh I believe she's Daniel Craig's wife. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for him. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, if you guys are unfamiliar with the format, we basically watch the movie. You're more than welcome to wa- uh, watch along, and we just make a commentary track where we talk shit and say awful things that will definitely, if this podcast ever reaches more than 10 people, will make us lose our jobs. In that case, my name is John. <laughs> and, and I'm Maximilian. <laughs> and Maximilian. We'll give away our real names. You've listened for 10 seconds. Okay. We also like to introduce a drinking game uh, to go with our our movie that we make up. So my rule for drinking is you'll take a drink every time a character gives a longing gaze at another. What does that mean? So that means like any time they'll sit and be like, oh, she really is. Or they'll be like, She's quite a live wire, and he'd be like, just staring longingly at her, and be like, she really is. Nice. Mine is anytime innocent Egyptians are killed by white people actions. So all these white people go to <laughs> Egypt and like disrupt the entire <laughs> city. So every time they're killed by balls of flame, mummies are shot <laughs> because they're innocent people. Anytime innocent Egyptians die because some rich white person wants something. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. Okay, so if you're going to watch along with this, we're at 23 second mark. Yeah, right where the sun is coming in. So, three, two, one. Let's fucking do it. This always reminds me of the Scorpion King, even though it came beforehand. And I guess the Scorpion King does come out of this. Yeah, when I was watching the, the sequel... And he just pops up and it's The Rock. I'm like, oh, yeah, The Rock <laughs> was a wrestler still. <laughs> That's right. This sounds like um, Arabian Nights. <laughs> Arabian <laughs> Day. Hmm. It's CG is terrible. We can't build a set. 
You can't build those sets. That would be a lot. <laughs> if it was a little further away, maybe the background was CGI. You just, you just have like the statues there. It might not look so bad. We go back to a classic trope of freaking narration. There's always like the narrator. It just gets all the exposition out. Yeah, I was thinking today, which we'll get into later, like how to save this movie and all this like backs. Oh my god! <laughs> there's that uh, there's that shameless sexuality we remember. Oh god, yes. Go they from... put so much body paint on her to make her look more Egyptian. I know um, she's really not. What's the actress's name? I don't oh, know. Patricia her. Velasquez. She is definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's Hispanic, same thing. <laughs> yeah, can someone die dark hair? Hispanics? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, one of the things I was saying, they have so much backstory front-loaded, they shouldn't have this. They should just start off with um, Evie and Rick. Like, they should just start with that instead of all this backstory, but they wanted to build the, the whole Egyptian thing, which is and that, it's not bad, but it makes the movie longer than it has yeah. to be. I will say that this movie, after watching it the first time, I was pleasantly surprised. This is not something that I'm going to grind through. No, this is, I guess, well, spoilers, this is the best movie we've watched so far <laughs> on our podcast. The it's, most competently made. I would, yeah, I guess, but it's, it's not as miserable. Like, we can talk about this later, but why I don't think this is the most miserable movie we've seen, because it's not a good movie at all, but it's a more entertaining movie than Lost in Space and Wild Wild West, for sure. What have you done? Someone fucked you, didn't they? <laughs> no. What if she accidentally touched her shoulder? Like she's yeah, like, you just like that was me. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's but, like, oh, but his, bug. but his his priests are right outside because they want to watch them get it on. I guess that's really weird. Oh yeah, you know they're priests. <laughs> Leave it to priests to be sexual deviants touching things they shouldn't. <laughs> and we're canceled. Or <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I don't know if they if they say in this one. I was watching the sequel this morning when I stopped because I just got tired of it. But these are the Magi. I don't know if it says it in this movie, but these are the ones that become the secret society of guardians. I didn't know that. But oh. I guess you can tell by their face tattoos. But they don't mention it in this movie, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see it again. But they don't mention it. But they are the Magi, hmm. which they gave gifts to Christ. I was about to say, they would eventually go to give Jesus his gifts. Give him his starter yep. one. <laughs> <laughs> she's like you're not gonna touch me anymore Ow. just stab like why do that why not just like slit your throat i feel like you die faster than stabbing yourself in or, the or run why not run <laughs> <laughs> is it me or is imhotep kind of white okay here's a fun game guess what country he's from imhotep arnold Vosloo. oh yeah man. well if he lists his last name gives it away who do you think what country do you think he's from Austria? Maybe not. No, South Africa. Oh. You look South Are African. Are we just that but... hurting for Egyptian actors? No, I, I think it's what they call whitewashing. Oh. Like they just make actors white, because none of these characters are dark enough to be Egyptian, I don't think. I think the, the Magi guy looks a little darker, but yeah, that's like... Yeah, he actually looks like he's Middle Eastern. But these people don't. <laughs> <laughs> just cover them gold paint. <laughs> This is where I want to see a Ghostbusters crossover. All right, all right. right. No resurrections here. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Dementor. It's a Dementor. You know, even though the CG is really bad, it's still like, it doesn't take you out of it, which is nice. Well, 
people have repurposed this and called it campy, but it's not supposed like people use that term to like take lame movies and say, oh, it's campy, so it's okay, but it's not a good justification just for like really rushed CGI. Yeah, Porky's is campy. This is like, this is just the best they had at the time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, ninety nine. No, this is when Lord of the Rings is being made in Titanic. Oh, so you yeah. have quality CGI. I think it's just it costs so much and they rush through it. You think Patricia Velasquez is cheap? <laughs> that shit's expensive. You tell those <laughs> nerds to shut the fuck up and make me a goddamn ghost rape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't get this. So apparently this um, ritual is what makes him super powerful mummy. I know. But why I would they do I, that? I thought the same thing. I was like, so his punishment is to become a god? <laughs> but like it says it's the most painful, most evil like thing that they could do to him. But for some reason that gives him powers. <laughs> So, so what we're going to do is we're going to punish this fuck, but for some reason we're going to make him super powerful, so if he ever came back, he could kill us all. Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds like a good punishment to me. You know, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's one... One lock. There's one lock, and then a second lock, but they later in the movie, they only unlock one thing. Oh. Why even lock it? Just fucking seal it completely shut so that no one could open it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the goddamn devil <laughs> is in it. <laughs> Those shovels are highly inefficient, too. <laughs> Learn better, Egyptians. You created these uh, alien pyramids. Oh, and you yeah. Can't do we'll better shovels. scoop the sand instead of shoveling the sand. <laughs> I wonder why cats were your worst enemy. <laughs> I love all the Egyptian architecture. I think these, like, gods and stuff are really cool and creepy looking. Oh, yeah. Egyptian ideas. Kazuntite. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, t- uh, so take a guess. Do you think Hamanapsha is a real place or not? No. It is not. No, I didn't think so. It sounded real. I was like, oh, it sounds like it's a real thing. I Googled leave, it. I'm like, nope. Leave it to the French to find it. Do, do all these guys dying count as... Innocent Egyptians. No, be, no, because they intentionally joined a military side to fight for this land and then immediately leave the land after they win it. True. I don't understand this at all. That's a lot of people. Okay, right there, sacred bodyguards. Okay, they're right. Yeah, they, they mentioned. Yeah, okay. We could find this city with a heavier, lesser treasure in the devil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the French fashion of retreating. And I like how they're all French, except for, like, him. O'Connell's the only non-Frenchman in this Legionnaire. Yeah, they, they don't think they mention that. They don't ever mention why he's there. Just he likes adventure. I like this guy. He's, he's... Yeah. This guy, not O'Connell, his friend, is a representation of my military career. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> he's from like Chicago, but all of his characters he do do like weird accents. Uh, and maybe he's like born like his parents, maybe maybe immigrants. But he has like the best accent because he's in this. And he's also in Van Helsing. He has a funny <laughs> accent. Uh, even this little like I like this movie borrows from a lot of things, but it it does it well. Like this is like Zulu kind of like this, this whole is Indiana like Jones. 
Oh, Indiana Jones <laughs> all over the place. Like Brendan Fraser is basically Indiana Solo. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, in in their defense, like it works. You need that character. <laughs> He's not going to be Truman Capote, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a random thing to say. I just think that this mummy is very deadly. Go ahead and fire <laughs> y'all. <laughs> <laughs> It's really weird. Is they do a lot of quick cuts. Like they don't have a lot of long takes with these action scenes. I don't think they, they, they probably don't look very good. You notice his like two second cuts, two seconds and two yeah. seconds and two seconds. No, but Brendan Fraser is extremely likable in this movie. Oh yeah, I think that I, I think it's him and Rachel Vines that really save this movie. Is their that their characters are fine, but they just kind of they're really likable in these movies. It's it's kind of like Indiana Jones. If Harrison Ford wasn't very likable as Indiana Jones, then you'd be like, wait, this movie's dumb. How convenient. Or, or, or it's just generic C movie. Yeah. And, like, people forget how good of actor Brendan Fraser was. He was in School Ties. He was excellent. He's really good in this. I've never seen that. He just kind of uh, chose some bad movies going forward. Like, uh, George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle was before this. Oh, was uh, it? Uh, Steven Summers picked him because of his Roland George of the Jungle. He's done his commentary track over the film. Really? Surprisingly, huh. right? Because I would think if I saw George of the Jungle, I'm like, oh, I don't want this guy near my movie yeah. at all. <laughs> but no, he it was a good choice. So okay, this is completely alleged. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I was I was going through MDB and I, at the very bottom there's you know, they had like those articles and ten quotes, mm-hmm. and one of the clickbait articles was what happened to Brendan Fraser. I'm like I want to know, so I clicked on it and apparently this is alleged. He gave a uh, an interview saying that like the reason why his career was so difficult and then kind of took a dive was he refused to do sexual favors for producers in Hollywood. I was going to make a joke about that, but that's <laughs> I was going to say what he wouldn't fuck Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> no, but like that that's what it says in the article, and I was like, I don't know if this is any way true, but that's the alleged thing. You know, it could be that or bad choices in movies, like the Cuba Gooding Jr. way. At first you go, whatever, dude. But now you look at kind of all these dudes following. and I mean, who's to say that other producers wouldn't want a dude to touch him? Oh, know? that looks so bad on my grainy screen. Like, I, I like I'm, I have the DVD copy of this movie, so it's so grainy. Oh, I'm rocking And it looks HD. terrible. Yeah, I was going to say HD. I want to know how it looks for you. I probably should have rented this, but I was like, you know what? I have a DVD. I'm going to spend $4. Heck, Yeah. So this guy, um, they originally wanted the Magi to be covered in tattoos head to toe, but the uh, Summers said, I don't want this guy's face covered up in tattoos. He's too handsome for it. Oh. <laughs> so Brendan Fraser would touch Summers. <laughs> <laughs> I see how this works. I just want to see that casting call. Hey, Brendan, you know who was just in oh, here? Oh, no. St- Charlize <laughs> Theron was just in here. <laughs> God. Well, you gotta know she can't. <laughs> gonna cut this out. <laughs> Just bleep the entire thing. <laughs> hey, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't think he's that great of an actor, but I think he's very serviceable because some of his line deliveries in this aren't great. But he's he's charismatic and he's fun, so he definitely works for this. I can't say anything yeah. negatively about him. What I don't understand with this entire fucking scene. Is is so <laughs> worthless. It's like it totally break. We just saw mass murder. Like everyone just mm-hmm. killing each other. 
and these these magi are like, oh good, everyone's dead. And now she's like, whoa, I'm so clumsy in this library. <laughs> and that's the problem with the tone in this movie is nothing is taken seriously. Like, Imhotep, like, you know, like, at first he's taken seriously, but then O'Connell just screams at him and shoots him. It's my favorite scene in the entire movie, but they don't take anything seriously, which is, I think is the tone problem. It's like this. They undermine her character, making her a bumbling idiot, but she's really intelligent, but they don't take her seriously because the first scene she destroys his library i know instead of this all they needed was her looking going ooh, tea and then placing it here just showing that she's like super into these books that no one knows and she's like oh goodness look at you and then the guy comes in and goes what are you doing i, I told you to have those books organized hours ago <laughs> or even better he comes in and says, what are you doing? Why are you reading these? Put them back. You have a job. You're a librarian and a researcher. Kind of undermining right. her as a woman. That might be a better yep. thing. Because then she can prove herself better. Sons of the pharaohs. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw him in Daredevil. That's what it was. I'm like, Daredevil, we saw him in. He basically is, if you are from anywhere in the Mediterranean, <laughs> he is the actor they will cast. <laughs> he was Greek <laughs> in the last movie. Well, he's aware, okay, this is a really stupid, like, nitpick, but he says something about Allah, so you're assuming he's Muslim, but then he says some kind of Yiddish term, like, pick he, one. Yep, exactly, I noticed that too, because you're like, okay, being Muslim, that makes sense for the area, and then he's like, this chutzpah! Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone who's a devout Muslim would not say chutzpah. <laughs> oh, it's Meshiva. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. He comes up. Eventually. All arrest our souls. May Allah clean up this shits uh, and have a good kosher meal. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Is that just the writers taking a jab at someone or something? <laughs> like... I just think they're just mixing a bunch of things. Yeah. The... Okay. Do you like your brother in this? I, I like him. He's bumbling and he's consistent. Um, yes, I guess it's true. They never make him a hero. He's always kind of a weaselly kind of comic relief. So I guess it's fair. But why is he hiding in this mummy thing? It's really weird. But they had to introduce him in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, what I'll say about this movie is this is how a movie with good writers will be serviceable and enjoyable. But this same movie with bad writers, you could have the same scene structure, would be just unbearable. Because they know how the characters work, and the characters always act how the characters would. Like, they they know their characters, and they act how the characters should. Consistent. I would yeah. say this is a consistent, like, character-wise, yes. But then this director also went on to do Van Helsing. So I'm not going to say like, he's a good writer or director, but I'll say he definitely knows how to be a consistent writer. Until the second sequel. In the sequel, all everyone's character changes, so it doesn't yeah. really matter by then. It's... But this is this is just fun. This reminds me of like the Uncharted games. It's just you can feel the adventure. They're just setting up the adventure right now. I think it moves at a breakneck pace. You don't think about it. It's not like the last not the last Jedi. What's the one we watched? Oh, it's the Rise of Skywalker bad. But I Ugh. think it's like if actions constantly happen and jokes are happening, you don't think about how ridiculous it is. So it it works on a C level movie for me, and it's very entertaining. Right. You don't notice the convenience of it all. I mean, you notice it a little oh bit. Oh, my but... God. <laughs> he calls her old mum. I want to know that that's a British term for, like, mm -hmm. someone endearing. 
I don't know. I maybe maybe it insinuates like she raised him. Yeah, I guess so. But she's younger, I think. At least she acts kind of younger. Well, he's he looks older than her, so maybe that's a problem. I guess it's better than but, old um, hag. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, but but then she says later that her mother was Egyptian. Like we're just gonna pretend like that's true. Okay. <laughs> Put a, put a lot of eye makeup on her. Maybe she's Egyptian. <laughs> I'm just picturing that too. Like, it's always like talked about romantically, but you're thinking like her dad probably didn't come over on the best of terms, being an old Englishman. Nope. nope. <laughs> her mother was Egyptian. Yeah. Maybe not her choice. <laughs> it was the 1800s. Yeah. This is 19 like, like 1920. This is uh, a scene I really like too. Um, just the whole setup with, like, how he accidentally burns it. Like, just the mm-hmm. writing, again. Things that are little, they set up and pay off. And you're like, oh, okay. Most of them do, but we'll get to something later. I'm going to ask a question. Tell me, does it ever get paid off? But most of this is set up, pay off. This is classic yeah. 80s writing where everything is set up and paid off. Right, and you're like, why would the curator of a museum not be excited about a map to an ancient city? You're like, this makes mm-hmm. no sense. Why would his character... Be like, ah, oh, this is a fool's errand. He would be like, holy well, shit. <laughs> well, not in, re- not in real life. Indiana Jones kind of makes archaeologists look cool. Like, they, they wouldn't be like, hey, let's spend millions of dollars looking for a myth because it's probably not real with this made-up map. Hey, apparently they found that fucking gold in Colorado that treasure hunters have been hunting for forever. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's all yeah, on fire. and I'm sure I'm sure millions of people wasted millions of dollars and died out there. You couldn't find anything, but if you're lucky, sure. You know what? Fuck this podcast. Let's become treasure hunters and podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> what I've learned from this is treasure hunters. All right, everyone. Bye. We'll see you next week when we hunt for uh, the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that we didn't do your drinking game for Hamanoptera. Oh, because <laughs> they've said it so many times. Yeah, so for far. anyone that doesn't know, my original drinking game was we'll drink every time they say Hamanoptera, but then I realized we'd be completely plastered by the end of this movie before we even get halfway through this fucking movie. Oh, the Ugh. classic finding him in prison. Why? Because he's a bad boy, that's why. They make this country look miserable because he got drunk and now they're going to hang him. Well, I mean, you know, not too crazy. Now, question, is this character, the prison warden, racist or just babbling? Because I don't know if he's exactly racist. I can't really find where it'd be racist in a way. I would say it's stereotypical, so it's, it's, it's it coincidentally, they said the word broad. It's very broad character. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very broad character. Because he doesn't do anything that's like... Oh, later, yeah. later he does that like, oh, thing, oh, which yeah. is not great. <laughs> <laughs> which is not great. Yeah, not. but I mean... For the time, this movie's actually pretty, pretty okay. Like not except for all the whitewashing, but yes. yeah, not like Godzilla, <laughs> which says. <laughs> <laughs>
So what I'm a little weird with is, I guess I accept how he knows all this, but I I don't know why he would know all this about Hamanoptera. He well, okay. This is my question: was what's his motivation? He says later it's for her, which is super like vague. But he's a tr- he says I know my treasure, so he's some kind of mercenary. He does things for gold, but then when he sees her, he's like, now I want to do things for for her. So I guess he's I don't know. His motivation is never totally clear. Yeah, but I guess I would definitely risk myself and die in the desert for Rachel Vice. Yeah, he he's just kind of adventure man dropped into adventure yeah he does he's he's like indiana jones he's he's got some fun lines he's actiony but there's not much really motivated besides treasure and women (laughs) instead of a museum it belongs in my pocket (laughs) (laughs) so apparently according to imbd trivia like this was a fiasco and he actually went unconscious when he dropped really actually being choked like i think the the Rubber rope, rope he was on it for too long, and he actually had to be resuscitated. Holy shit. Could you imagine dying for the mummy? <laughs> How do they see all that? Well, this is like his huge break. Like, George of the Jungle, sure, made, like, Disney, but this, he got a trilogy out of this. That's true. And from what I remember, the second movie isn't that bad. It's the third one where it really nosedives. Two's bad. <laughs> I stopped. Aww. Two's... Two's dumb. Like, this is C-level, that's D-level, and then the, the third one's F. I oh. turned that off. Like, I couldn't finish it. Because it... the Yetis. Oh, the Yetis came in, I'm like, ah, and I'm done. So, is it, like, as bad as Tom Cruise's Mummy? Uh, these movies aren't as boring. Mm-mm. Tom Cruise Mummy was an absolute disaster on a writing level and an acting level on everything level. But that one's, like, serious, and it's super bad. This one understands to play it kind of jokey. Yeah. I also maintain that the Uncharted series based their games off these movies because they all hit the same beats. Not that there's a ton well, of that beats. National Treasure, right? Yeah. But National Treasure is a treasure. Ooh, we should put that one on there. <laughs> I'm good. The law. We're going to steal the, what is it, the Constitution? The, the Declaration of Independence. That's right. He's a cowboy. <laughs> they, uh, they, like, I love how all Brits describe Americans as cowboys. <laughs> That's just like how they... Oh, look. At, oh, longing gaze. There we go. Finally, I'm getting mm. sober. That's why I'm going to take a shot with this one. And, uh, thank you. I'm doing a Moscow meal with three shots ah. of in it, so I feel like it's going to be enough. I hate podcasting this early. I mean, I don't hate it, but... The problem is, is I'm plastered before noon. <laughs> That's a fucking That's problem. what I was telling my wife. She's like, you're doing it now? I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> I'm going to have a nap. <laughs> I love all the little Britishisms. Like, you and this flim flam. And you ruffian. <laughs> I wonder if Stephen Summers is British. That would make sense. Maybe. I like that line. I don't know why I like that line, but I like that line. Yeah. No, it's good. And his line derivative isn't really the best. It, you're right. It's purely his looks and his sound. He's like he's charismatic. He's he's a, a level below Harrison Ford. Like I think Harrison Ford can deliver lines extremely well when he wants to, oh. but Brendan Fraser's a subpar. I'm just imagining this movie with young Harrison Ford. Just like, all we found was sand and blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, but um, maybe it's like um, maybe Brendan Fraser's like a 
uh, the the love child between Nicolas Cage and Harrison Ford. <laughs> like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. I like how this guy has an attached like a prosthetic hand with the middle finger <laughs> knife. It's so bad. It's so it protrudes so far. I want it to look like I'm saying "fuck you" to all my enemies. Ah, <laughs> uh, the classic portrayal of Americans. No one likes us. Mm-hmm. We're all cowboys, and we're here hunting that their treasure. Mm-hmm. Just so happens we're doing it at the same time as you, bucko. Well, well, then Jonathan has that line he says, and he says Americans, but then they save him. So like that's how they do it. They can make pop shots at Americans, but then make us like, look okay. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't really like these guys. Like, I don't see the point. But because they have to have more kills, it's basically yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're not. They don't detract from the movie. Like, it gives it gives a ticking clock, and stuff like that. Like, we gotta beat them there. Yeah, but they're, they're worthless. But they're they're just to add more action. Like I said, the more action, more adventure. The less you think about how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Let me just whip this out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's gonna roll it out on her. Oh yeah, you like that. I want you to film it like the guns are a euphemism for his cack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how they make her just they make her so dumb. Like she's she's like clumsy, and then like she he kisses her once, and now she's super swooning over him. I mean, I'm swooning. <laughs> okay, I get it, Shane. You, you, you like him, <laughs> but like, come on, like how pathetic is it? Like one kiss, and now she's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. She, the problem is too. I, I guess you have to have it for this. Is like, the one thing she's been looking for her whole life is on this adventure. Which I guess, this is me being nitpicky. Like that's the basis of pretty much any story. You know, you have to have a character oh, yeah. that's completely invested in whatever your MacGuffin is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the whole point. Is they find it because they're invested. But Jonathan finds it by accident because it's on Rick, and Rick just happens to have it because it's in Hamanoptra. Jonathan sees him, steals it, and happens to be the sister of it. So, yes, it's extremely cool and uh, convenient. But once again, like, plot, it's just there to get these characters, which you're here for. Which no one? one's here for these characters. We're here, we're here for the mummy action we're talking about. No. Oh, my favorite character. There's me, selling out. <laughs> I identify with Benny so much. If y'all don't know, I was diagnosed you're not with gout. A, you're not a sellout if you never have any morals, though. <laughs> you're just living your life. <laughs> the only difference is Benny's military career went much further than mine, which was sidelined by gout <laughs> and basic. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to continue that storyline. Yep. <laughs> I like it. He was going to kill the Americans, but they're outsmarted him. Right. <laughs> what do you mean he never believed in Hamanatra? He was there. I, that, yeah, why would anyone not believe in something they were there for? Oh. See, this is his motivation, and it's so, like, Is that so a longing thin. haze? I'm going to take it, because I need more. Yep. all right. I like that line, you have more balls and brains. Oh, yeah. And he throws them overboard. I mean, it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because he's a little weasel. <laughs> I like how there's water right here, but he was literally just looking over there. So, like, how did they pop up that quickly? Because they're the Magi. 
No, they're not the Magi. They're the bad guys, aren't they? Oh, no, they're, they're the, the Magi. Magi right? Yeah, they're trying to kill them all. I forgot. But then they become friends. There she is in her nightgown, looking ever so elegant. Oh, you know what I watched the other day? And you'll enjoy this. Mm. Hi, everyone. We're watching The Mummy. But I watched Silence of the Lambs. God I want to watch that because we're watching yeah. Hannibal on Netflix, the TV show. That's why we so watched wanna... it. Mm-hmm. This is funny. Because we were both watching Hannibal, and my fiance and I were like, I don't know why I hate this movie. I love Mads Mikkelsen in it. I think he's an excellent actor. But I'm like, we're like, this show kind of sucks. It's like, it's meh. I like it. It's just, it's a police procedural with Hannibal, so it's not as interesting. But I like how it's really dark. So that's what kind of sets it apart. From other I think the show would have been better if the main character was like playing it straight. Like he's just a good FBI agent. And then Hannibal is solving these crimes. But they're both <laughs> ridiculous. So I was like, okay, let's watch the real one. And she... We watched Silence of the Lambs, and I was like, oh my god, Anthony Hopkins. Mm -hmm. God. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> but back to this movie. Also, if you want, yes. watch Silence of the Lambs. One of the best movies ever. It's just so good. Yeah, and instead of watching this shit, you can go watch a good movie. <laughs> you think Jodie Foster's accent would like be off-putting, but it's really good. Ah, look at this. We're lighting fire to everything. Fire everywhere. Dual-wielding guns. That fire spread quickly, though. Yeah, it did. I guess the whole boat was dousing kerosene. What was yours? Dual-wielding guns? No, mine was um, the innocent Egyptians oh, killed that's right. because of white people's problems. Oh, the Magi innocent? Don't worry. <laughs> it, it, takes, it takes about an hour, but once you get it, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we see that Brendan Fraser is a man that can take charge. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna do whenever O'Connell has dual wheel pistols out, but once again we'd still be trapped. Yeah. <laughs> he's just killing everybody because he's a man of action. So according to IMBD trivia, like um, they had the the CGI out the next scene when she's walking no. after she's wet because because she's entirely nude underneath that, and they would have given an R rating, so they had to CGI out her um, I was just her thinking, I was like, I bet when she takes a gown in the water, you can see right through <laughs> it. <laughs> you could. That's why they had to CGI it out, and they had to, like, cut the, like, the scenes when she was like that. Uh, so when you, you notice it in the next scene, like, when they do it, it's very brief. They don't show her very much. This is funny. <laughs> he jumps overboard and says, wait here, I'll get help. And he's like, okay. Whoops. I <laughs> I think the uh, the unibrow is a little much. Yeah, a little much. <laughs> Maybe the unibrow is a little much. I love how the Americans are treating it like a like okay corral. Yes. They're all yeehaw. Exactly. And... <laughs> yes. See, like they they can make jokes at him, and then the next scene they save his ass, so it's okay. Yeah. This guy's still alive. You can see he's covered in a mask and gel. <laughs> Look at that. Fuck <laughs> you. He's definitely in. Uh... Uh, flame retardant gel and mask. Okay, oh. I was gonna say this is what when we were talking about Wild Wild West, how much I hated it because no one dies. People get murdered in this oh, movie, and it is delightful. Just massacres. <laughs> they earn this PG thirteen rating, and I enjoy it. They're not afraid to. It's like Indiana Jones; they're not afraid to just like start killing people yep. for no reason. Okay, so this is. This is weird because they make fun of the horses now, but later Benny has a camel and mm -hmm. he makes fun of his camel. 
I thought when they were like, get out of the water, they were going to do a crocodile scene, but luckily they didn't. Oh, right? I really thought that's what they were going to go for, is like crocodiles taking people. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for like a raptors, like from Lost World. Yeah, I guarantee it's probably in the script. Like that would be add more action. Don't think about it. But the problem is you don't see the mummy for the first hour. We're 30 minutes in, no mummy still. Yeah. So we don't see them for an hour, so it's already slow. <laughs> but I think this stuff is my favorite parts of the movie. Once the mummy comes in, yeah, it's not as good. The buildup is the you best. You get more more issues with plots mm-hmm. because the the mummy is stupid. It is not scary. <laughs> Mummies aren't scary. Yeah. I wonder if it would have been better if they just didn't have the mummy and just had, like, this obscure curse that you kind of felt that they're dealing with. I mean, like, it's real, like, people are dying, but you kind of like this unseen monster that they're trying to fight Mm -hmm. instead of, like, the mummy that raises an army. (laughs) Or maybe, like, you have to, like, like, they open up a thing and the ten plagues come out and then they stop before it gets to the last one where it kills the first newborn in all Egypt, so they have that. Yeah. That's, that's dumb in a different way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's... You gotta do... The problem with this CGI of this is the more you see things, the more you don't feel the stakes. But maybe, like, the mm-hmm. mummy be... Kind of play it like an alien where he, you don't see him very much, but people are dying within the ruins... And they're trying to, like, defeat it type thing. Yeah, so so instead of they, they, they read a curse and it's unlocked, the mummy's just constantly in there. It, it's a curse of the mummy. It's constantly, like, anyone who tries to take any of the gold, they get killed. Right. It's like a... That's the original mummy, though. That, that's the original plot. Exactly. It's like a claustrophobic horror film. Like, goes from adventure yeah. to a claustrophobic horror. Because originally, the original mummy is a warning against people saying, don't mess with other people's cultures. Like, you invading their land is, that's the curse. The mummy's curse is, you're invading their land, they're going to curse you for breaking into their tombs, their sacred it'll, tombs. It'll always stay with treasure you. robbing. Yeah, but this movie is just adventure, so you don't lose that thing. Because it's trying to be a horror, because this is just taking universal monster horror movies right. and updating it. But they don't, we don't take... Imhotep seriously because he looks so goofy and they treat him goofy so and he's white you lose all the horror aspects white. yes <laughs> white people just aren't scary well if you're white they're not <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah wow I guess just cut that one yeah. <laughs> okay but um yeah so now we're wandering through the desert on camels which leads to a scene which is kind of fun but i'm like eh, where they race the sunset oh this is there. dumb like i said more action more adventure to not think how stupid it is yeah but um here's my question what's the difference between a mummy and a zombie uh one's wrapped in toilet paper <laughs> it's kind of messed up that that like like the mummy is scary because in the 1900s when they found these mummies when they were breaking into their tombs and robbing them <laughs> like oh how creepy that that these people's religious ceremony is let's make it into a monster when it's just like their old school <laughs> religious right? ceremony look how fucking weird this is they bury this guy above ground <laughs> <laughs> he's a sarcophagus and he's got wrappings on him they take his brain out through a what weirdos grab that gold <laughs> <laughs> so it's not 
the most open-minded kind of perspective of, you know, other people's cultures. Yeah. Because, like, you don't see us making fun of the Greeks for believing in gods and putting, like, coins on people's eyes, but, you know, That's whatever. True. I mean, I feel like there's... I don't know. It's... Well, the... the... <laughs> If we're going to talk about colonialism, there's not much good out of it except the world got a road system. That's about the only <laughs> fucking good thing that came out of it. Everyone got fucking roads. But the reason well, Also the spread of Christianity, were... Shane. Christianity was spread because of those roads. That's right. <laughs> Jesus made it into everybody's heart. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was born in the United States. <laughs> well, he wasn't born there. He just took a sabbatical there to oh. spread the good word and... Let's get back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get into that. If you're a Mormon no. listener, then I'm I'm willing to lose you. <laughs> I'm not trying. <laughs> so the, I think they made it greeny so you wouldn't notice how how goofy that looks. Okay, camels are not faster than horses. This makes me very upset. Goddamn right they are. They got them strides. No, they're not. Don't their knees go backwards? <laughs> I can just imagine how they run, just like, ah, 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 <laughs> You know what, I though? I think camels are good. I want to do, like, a cowboy film where I ride a, cow, a camel instead of a horse. I you should ride a mule. Hey there, Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> you walking on a, bur- on a burrow? <laughs> okay, people ride camels because they last longer in the desert. They, they go without water than horses, but horses are faster, right? Yeah. Look at, look, look, I would think look, a horse galloping. is more agile and faster. Yeah, but camels are used because of their endurance. And I also think their their toes are better on sand. I think that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, they have like a weird wider cleft so they don't sink. That's what they call it, camel toe. And they have like really long eyelashes so that sun doesn't get into their... Protects it. And the sand too is protected their eyes yeah. probably. Camels are just giant llamas. <laughs> I think they're the same family. They probably do descend from the same. Uh, I'm sure their genome is close. If you're a biologist and listen to this, send it to www.idontgiveafuck.com. <laughs> also, exactly. hi, Mom, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I don't want my parents anywhere near this podcast. Uh, <laughs> he's just smacking it with Shameful. a rope. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're just, just adding little things there to say, screw you to the that guy he's dipping i love this i I love this british guy he's like a misogynist oh yeah (laughs) she's a woman what could she know (laughs) see this would be better see i get that they should play this the entire time the the guy at the museum should be playing her off as like a woman and then she proves him wrong she's not like stupid she's not goofy she's like take me seriously i know all these statues and things they're like women Mm-hmm. Which makes sense for the time. I don't think uh, women's lib was very prevalent at the time. In 1920? No, I, yeah, so. I think they just got the right to vote. <laughs> they had the right to suffer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Suffrage. <laughs> okay, nice save. <laughs> so, oh, he got her a toolkit that he stole. And that he never uses because he uses a crowbar to open up all these ancient artifacts. <laughs> right. 
But it, it's a nice touch. He's a scoundrel, and he's treating her with his scoundrel ways. Oh, it's funny because he smells bad because mm -hmm. he's not white. Ha! <laughs> Filthy fat man. <laughs> Now, I never understood how these work. Because it reflects light, and then the light reflects... But does the light reflect two ways? Well, it keeps reflecting because it's directing. I think I think the science behind them actually works. Okay, but the light reflects one way, but does it refract two ways? Well, my question. It, yeah, because you're reflecting it towards another reflective surface, and, that, and light just keeps... It's not like the light diminishes because it's being reflected okay. through. And it's like a magnet. Well, I'm not glass. saying I wouldn't say it would diminish and it like lessens. I'm just wondering would it refract and up and then down because it has to go from up to across. So well, yeah, as long as the mirror is angled in a way that reflect reflects it to the next one. Mm -hmm. I just said I hate bugs. I got it. You said it already. <laughs> now, the only issue I have with this is it's kind of shamelessly taking from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, like. You just see so many, like even the light thing. And oh yeah, it, it looks like the same set sometimes. Yeah, like it looks just so similar to it. It that's the only really downside I'd say with this movie is if you're gonna watch it, why not just watch Raiders of the Lost Ark? It's basically the same movie, and one is much better. Cause money. What's interesting is like they have these moaning and these gasping sounds, and like in the beginning, Brendan Fraser sees the face in the sand, but he's like, "I'm gonna come back here because I want something." Nothing weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. these are dumb. These scenes are stupid. I hate when they just all pull their guns on each other. Can they not say like... Jesus? The bejesus? What is bejesus? Where did bejesus come from? Is that just a play on Jesus? I. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not a not a Jesus scholar. I wouldn't know. I don't know. I I think they don't want a lot of bad language because they have the violence already and the horror, so they can't add the sexuality and the the language. Mm. I mean, they added some sexuality, but not yeah. There's no explicit fucking in this movie. No, there is nudity, but the, I think the language would put it over too much because they say I think they say ass and damn, but I don't think they get much more than that. Yeah, I think that one plays a lot. You can say ass and damn a lot. As long as it's used in a certain context. Mm -hmm. She can quell the beast. I love how lucky they are. He's just smacking it with a hammer out of the <laughs> He's the best excavator ever. <laughs> just hitting it with a, a pickaxe. You know how dangerous it is to hit upward? Yeah. Like, it's going to fall on Right you. under this and... Click. <laughs> I like that. They keep doing the no offense thing. That's funny. Because he means much offense. Oh, <laughs> uh, this guy did not make it that long in the movie. I thought he'd make it longer. I thought he'd be like. It's almost an hour in. He's made a, but he's not in it that much. He's just a side character to kill. Yeah. I thought he'd be comic relief till close to the end, but. I think everyone is comic relief in this because no character is very serious. That's true. Even in the sequel, Imhotep's comic relief. They like they make him make jokes and stuff. So like, the the sequel are just like it doesn't matter as long as you make more money. Uh, apparently, like uh, the producers called the director like opening weekend and said we want a sequel immediately. Like they knew that this was gonna go gangbusters, so they wanted to have another one immediately. And good on them. Because I remember loving the shit out of this movie. 
I remember renting it at Blockbuster. Mm. I remember that. And then I bought the two DVDs. Here we go, our first Egyptians that are innocent and being killed by white people. <laughs> Here we go. But I remember um, I went to Universal Studios with my family, and then we went to the gift shop, and I was like, oh, buy the movies. I bought the, the two movies. We went on the Mummy Return rides. Oh, it was, it was fun. Let's drink. Yeah. Those poor Egyptians. This is a pinnacle point in my life when I started like really liking... All right. This is when I really started getting into how movies are being made. Listening to the commentary tracks behind DVDs and stuff. So oh, this yeah. was like a, a big point in my life. I'm trying to think what commentary tracks I really got into. Black Hawk Down was a big one. I really enjoyed that one. Mine was Jurassic Park was my favorite of all time. All the, all the behind the scenes stuff for Jurassic Park. This one I watched a couple times. A couple others. I love this. Just luck. He just smacks in his luck. It's funny and it's stupid, but they play it well though. That's you know if you're gonna have something stupid happen, at least have an action that's enjoyable. I don't know. Sure, why not? Coincidence. It's it, like this movie is not serious at all. It doesn't take it, anything serious. It so. earns it with their characters to advance the plot in dumb ways. Because we're along for the ride. We're like, okay, I accept this ride. I'm strapped in. Let's do it. Okay, right there. She says she's done something very naughty. Mm-hmm. And they figure out later it was that you was messing around with something. This is when you could give, like, the flashbacks. Or you give some kind of, like, something else. She... But doing the first 20 minutes of the Egyptian thing kills time that should be pushed getting the mummy out here faster. Or she reads the hieroglyphics. You know, she's like, oh, he, it says here that he had a passionate relationship with the pharaoh's wife very naughty indeed but even then they could even like do that with a flashback and show us the flashback via hieroglyphics and then you would save time that not wasting and building things that we already know about mm. Ugh. Ugh. doesn't look the best but it's effective yeah i love those those are creepy though those are like a good those are creepy like you thing, shall though. not be named his fucking Voldemort are open it. Just uh, looks like some kind of lock. Michael Gambon just breaks and he's like, "Put that down!" <laughs> Silence. <laughs> That's another one. God, when they recast Dumbledore, and I understand they had to recast him because the actor yeah. died. Michael Gambon yeah. was not not my Dumbledore. He's, they had to cast him younger because they can't have someone as old as Richard Harris doing the action scenes, but it works better in the first ones when Dumbledore's older and wiser, but Gambon's a little... Too young not, and mean. He doesn't play as wise. He's not as amiable. Well, Dumbledore, by the end of the last book, he's not amiable. He's kind of got a, kind of a messed up kind of thing he's using Harry as like a, a lamb to be slaughtered. It's war. It's war. Yeah. Those poor Egyptians, they were just there, probably getting paid. Like, hey, you got to move some stuff. Okay, cool. We'll move some stuff. Get melted by goddamn pressurized salt. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they never... See, this is the, the problem. This movie isn't like a satire or a warning. It's just a movie is a movie. It's just plain level. So, like, these people are never addressed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in curses, even though I saw a face in the, <laughs> the sand. <laughs> I believe in... <laughs> See, this is where he acts like Han Solo. 
bunch of voodoo magic yeah. was no match for a blaster bolt. Exactly. Broken bottle. How is it broken? That's a good cork then. Mm. Ooh, Glenlivet sounds delicious right now. Mm, Glenlivet. Will you sponsor our podcast, Glenlivet? <laughs> this is weird. This scene is so stupid where they come in here and kill them and then they just stop because... That, that was a warning. <laughs> we killed half of everyone as a warning. And they don't even kill the white people. They just kill no, all the they Egyptians. Don't. It's, I'm drinking. We're drinking to it. We're drinking to it. <laughs> it's all. They have a thousand like Egyptians doing things. Like we shot die. all our brothers as a warning to you, white man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy just drinking behind the rock and so like. Oh I don't care. God. So it says in my subtitles that he's that that guy Benny is speaking Hungarian. So he's yes. Hungarian. No, he speaks Hungarian. He speaks Chinese. He speaks uh, Yiddish. He speaks Egyptian. Bunch of everything. I think he's just he speaks what he needs to speak for the uh, plot. No, oh, he shot his sword out because that's an important character. Yeah. Yeah, they do this where like the the main characters meet each other. Like we gotta fight. Oh. Who cares? I'm, Who cares? I know. I'm bound Slice to... Slice him. You have 30 seconds to kill him before it goes off. Well, I just saw, like, he is bound to death at any means possible to make sure they don't find the mummy. But he likes to stick a dynamite. He's like, I'm not gonna fucking die for this. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> this is just a warning. Bye. Like, obviously he knows they're gonna discover him if they're still there. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't he be, just let him detonate the dynamite? Like... Exactly. Because it wouldn't kill all of the Magi. Right, but it would kill... That, I just noticed, is a very, very big plot point where it's just like, eh. Oh, no, it's like like, like I said, the more action you had, the less you think about this. Yeah, they should have just never had the Magi attack. You know? Okay, they're so stupid. They're protecting treasure down there. Why don't they take it? Does people really value water over gold? Okay, whatever. I guess that's a way of writing it out. Just move on. You call them desert people because you couldn't call them something else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is it. It teaches her how to punch, and it has no payoff. Yeah. You would think that like she would punch someone later, punch Benny in the face, or punch somebody. Right, she'd use, or Emotep. She'd give Emotep a right hook. And that would like get her yeah. away or something, but or even like the his girlfriend here. Okay, here's a here's a, a messed up question. Can you see through her shirt? Is that okay? My wife was saying it's a bra. I was saying I don't think that's a bra. I can't tell what's in like, there. You're trying to kind of looks like pasties. sexualize her. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think that's just skin. Yeah, I don't think she has a bra on. I was gonna say she had pierced nipples, but I think those are pasties. Welcome to the, per- the progressive <laughs> podcast known as Wasted Potential. Yep. Hey, we didn't make this movie. We're just analyzing it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is where they give her backstory where her mom was Egyptian and she identifies with being Egyptian even though she's whiter than snow. This is this writing isn't good, but these two people, I think they sell it better. She's, she's fun and he's kind of goofy. She does a she does a good job with uh 
with her character. Dude, yeah. she's a solid actress. Yeah. I love her in uh, she's in the the Yorgos Lamos movie. She's in like uh, the Lobster and the um, the what's it called? Uh, the favorite. Colin she's Farrell. great in those movies. Yeah, she's great. Well, the, she's in the Lobster with Colin Farrell. And it's a great movie. She's really good in that. And then she's in the Favorite with Emma Stone. And she's also in Enemy at the Gates. She's in that. Yeah, she gets like taken by uh, Jude Law in the tunnel. All I remember is that there are two snipers. That's the only thing I know. I think you see her breast too in it. <laughs> there goes. <Emma> Stone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a man of the uh, people. That's weird. That's weird. She falls right into his lap and moans. And he goes, whoa! <laughs> I'm going to on that kiss. <laughs> oh, boy. I would not go grab that. I'd be like, fuck you. Last dude's a touch that got melted. Right? Grab it yourself, asshole. <laughs> Pay me $9 an hour. <laughs> not even that yeah. much. This is 1920s. <laughs> this is sense. Thanks for paying me a, with a bottle of cola. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some blue jeans and a cola. Curse my ass. I like how he wears a fez, too, and he's totally white. Is he supposed to be Turkish he's or totally something? He's totally British. Did Turkish dudes wear fezes? No, he's British. He's he, this, this actor, I don't know his name, but he always was British guy. He's always the British stuffy guy. He's an anaconda, and he's the British guy. He's the dad in the Jumanji. He's British guy. Oh. Huh. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> Fuck this. Coca-Cola is not even as good as Pepsi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you, you go to hell down. <laughs> you go to hell down. You shut your fucking mouth. This podcast has turned into a Pepsi war. Consummate this curse. Okay, I completely get that. As a dumb dumb person who doesn't believe in spirituality, I'd be like, yeah, open it. Who cares? That's true. I'd be like, okay, all right. <laughs> like, whatever. Sounds a lot like a not science. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in that. This ain't no Christian science right here. I love how he runs away. I, I love his his character is like one dimensional, but he's delightful. He's, he's, he's just, very uh, consistent. Great superstitious bastard i don't know why but i love how he he enunciates that superstitious bastard <laughs> dream about dead guys oh. okay so remember i said earlier this is one sarcophagus is being opened there yep. was two ah but i guess they don't show it that's true they did a double double lock this is a yeah but lock. that was a really big one so i'm guessing they opened it and opened this up there Oh. That's so hilarious looking. <laughs> Dude, 3,000 years, those are some slow-eating bugs, but once again, those bugs eat people immediately. Isn't that ridiculous how they do that? Yeah, I don't understand how you'd be juicy still. Well, because it says it slowly ate him, but the bugs, the scarabs, ate everybody else very quickly. Yeah. How, how would your nails get that deep? But he had bandages on him. Yeah. This all doesn't make sense. This isn't adding up. This was a murder. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Illuminati. Illuminati. Pyramids. I got it. Can you imagine our court systems now? Because, like, 
here's how I don't believe in magic. We would still be using magic today. <laughs> the judge would be like, you were found with four ounces of marijuana. You are being condemned to the highest punishment I can issue. Life after death and godhood. <laughs> You'll be buried alive, your tongue will be cut out, and if you are ever raised from the dead, you will be the death of us all. I am sorry, mandatory rulings may change that I have to give you this punishment. Mandatory sentencing says that I have to make you a god after death. <laughs> I love how I love how dumb these Americans are because they're like, ooh, a big ancient book, it's worth nothing. Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Like a museum would pay. Goddamn words on a page, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna try opening this with the lock on it. Like he wouldn't see that, right? He can read goddamn hieroglyphics, but he can't see that. Dude, they look like cheap fucking plastic. Like what? The, <laughs> what do you think they're worth? Anything? Yeah. Right. The book is worthless with these little relics. And who are they going to sell them to? I mean, obviously, I know there's a market, or there wouldn't be grave robbers. But, I mean, really, the biggest grave robber of all is the British Royal Museum. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they pay a high price. No, that's the thing, is museums pay money, but they don't pay, like, millions. Right. It's like something crazy. Which, to me, seems kind of like grave robbery. But... <laughs> oh no it is it's 100% grave robbery but it's for the name of science therefore it's justified ah of course <laughs> Woo! Is it... watch Wasted Potential where we take on some touchy subjects <laughs> <laughs> dude the Brits know what they did was not um, not the best but they, they're just like eh but we'll make money off of it still you know the Stephen Dunham kind of looks like Jamie Lannister a little bit. A little bit, but they mentioned the hum die thing. I've never been done before, but they, they have a ritual apparently that if you do, makes you a god and you bring ten plagues of Egypt. Because you just, like, you know... But why would that be a punishment? Why wouldn't the pharaoh be given that? Like, if anyone interrupts you in the afterlife, they'll take on the ten plagues. That's also my question, too. Was everybody mummified in Egypt? I thought it was only pharaohs, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just pharaohs that became mummies. So what, but that's, I don't know for sure, though, because like they're wrapped like that because their bodies would come back in the afterlife, right? Because they believed that they were gods and they would be reincarnated in the afterlife with all their treasure. But were just regular like, like Egyptians or slaves actually mummified or no? I don't think so. I'm only an amateur Egyptologist. Yeah. But uh, I think it was just the pharaohs that were mummified. That's what I was saying. My wife said otherwise. I said, I don't think every person was mummified. They though. buried their servants with them, but I don't think they yes. mummified them. But like they also had slaves, like the Egyptian. I think like... they were alive when they got locked in there. Yeah, I know that, but I don't know if maybe only royalty. I like how weird how she reads the first page and that page is what? <laughs> does it like the first page like like the, like there's no table of contents like the first little like drawings page one read this line to initiate curse oh okay see i, <laughs> I like how like he has no tongue and no eyes in this one but how does he know he left with the curse how do you know that in the three from the book he doesn't know that's what's in the book yeah what's funny is she just said i missed it was uh there's no harm in reading a book i guess she never read catcher in the rye 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that goddamn author tried to have me killed. <laughs> I don't know why it's Ten Plagues of Egypt, but it is. So low. Yeah, it's because the producer's are like, what do people know about Egypt? Obviously, mm-hmm. only things the Bible told us. <laughs> but they don't even get all ten of them. They get like five of them, and you go, "That's good enough." Yeah, right. You have locusts, but like that was like in, in the bit in the Bible, it's like that was God's punishment. But why is the devil doing the same punishment? And the Egyptians who didn't believe in God therefore developed a spell that initiates things that were the Jewish God. Exactly. It's a little. Uh, this is the saddest part. I feel so bad for this guy. Like, this used to bring tears to my eyes. He can't see. His glasses. <laughs> it's so funny your sympathy for this character that he's, has no character, but he has glasses there for that. He's just like, oh, I can't see. He's like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> oh, I can't see there, why, why, why would you take my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> Every time I... A bell rings, uh, mommy takes my eyes. <laughs> uh, you know what? That doesn't make sense. Why would the Egyptians have a goddamn curse that uses the Jewish <laughs> God? <laughs> well, well, okay. Let's say the Bible's real and like that's actually true. Then they were so afraid of the plagues that would become part of their religion. So they took on the Jewish God? But that would have to... But that would get rid of their entire culture because the Jewish God... A.K.A. Christian God, not big fan of other gods. <laughs> but but the, but then they would just say that Allah or the Jewish God is just a different god within their pantheon of gods because they have all these different gods anyways. Right. They they have a very similar to Greek format. Oh yeah, no, it's all it's all just ridiculous. Doesn't matter. God doesn't exist. Science is real. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> But mummies exist, and the uh, Egyptian curses exist, but there's no... Oh, God. fuck yeah, science can explain mummies. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they just leave her, and like those bugs just go, meh, I'll go somewhere else. I'm not going to... Oh, I'm pretty sure some poor Egyptian guy gets eaten right now. Oh, there's oh, a do. secret they... chamber! They do, it flips around, and the guy runs the other way, and he gets eaten, that's why. Don't worry, you get a lot more. Once again, I think in the Uncharted games, there is a scarab scene where you're running from bugs that eat you. But are scarabs a real bug, or is it a mythological bug? I have to look that up. I, it's, I think they're real. They're probably Egyptian, but I don't think they probably ate flesh. But, you know, this uh, this historical podcast is uh, is a little behind on its knowledge. Yeah, yeah we don't really know. Oh, they, they took his eyes! Okay, see, this is weird because this movie is characterized as a horror but then by the sequels, they just give up on the horror aspect entirely yeah. and go with it. Because this doesn't work. Because they, this is creepy. I think it works that CGI is a little dated. But yeah. then O'Connell runs in, goes, rah, and shoots him. So it, it completely undermines what's happening. He, he doesn't react at all. He's like, oh, look at me. I'm a scary mummy. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, go, he, he goes, whoa. <laughs> I my tongue. Fuck me. If you're not watching right now, we're getting a close-up of the mummy, and it's undercutting any kind of creepiness because it looks ridiculous. For some, so he says a Noxuna moon, 
And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, great. Her mom was a descendant of Anoxuna Moon, which makes no sense unless Anoxuna Moon had kids, but she wouldn't have had that banging-ass body if she had a... But never mind, I'm going to stop that one. Um, <laughs> no, but, but, but she's killed. She's murdered. Yeah. She, but, but, but in the sequel, she's... There we go, drink. Egyptian mm. killed. That poor dude, cool. he's just like, fuck this, it's not worth the Coca-Cola. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, but um, the sequel really plays into this one. It's all about reincarnation because I guess Egyptians believe in reincarnation. Okay, so Anox and Amun Whoa. is reincarnated into her or yes. part of her this reincarnation? One, well, in this movie, she's a sacrifice because she looks like Anox and Amun, but in this... Oh my god, I love this scene. This is my first scene. He just like, goes, ah, and shoots he it. wouldn't be petrified with, you know what I mean? Like, you would be so like, what the fuck is going on? No, there but, is no, a... O'Connell wouldn't be. O'Connell doesn't care. He's he's a badass. He's like, fuck you. Rawr, blast. I, I love it. It's so simple. <laughs> I just yell at you and blast you. I love it. And I like how the mummy, like, doesn't chase them. No, well, he's injured and he has to go find a Benny mm. to be his servant. Mm, that's right. But um, back to what I was saying. This one is just, she's like, like a Nox on the Moon, therefore she'll be the sacrifice. But in the sequels, they are literal reincarnations of a Nox on the Moon. And then uh, Rick is the uh, reincarnation of a Magi. Uh-huh. They just they, they just connect their Eastern cultures together because I guess Egyptians finally believe in Dharma <laughs> and the Hinduism. Fuck it, eh? I also like when he says he's not of this world, and all I could picture is the brand that Christian yes, exactly. Brand. And I'm like, exactly. what if they all worship Emotep instead of Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's oh, a Southern California reference that nobody will understand oh. unless they grew up in Riverside, California. <laughs> yeah, there was a Christian clothing brand that was much like Affliction. Yeah. Uh, with like a lot of tribal designs, and it was not of this world, and it basically meant that you wore Jesus clothes instead of affliction. Yeah, affliction was. The and it's devil. based off of a, a Bible verse, a Colossians verse that says, uh, yeah. "God is not of this world." Right, but I maintain that they were just followers of Emotep, <laughs> <laughs> and that the mummy um... is real. I kind of like this scene. This is funny. I love this scene because he's using any religion he can. It shows how like how fickle he is. He has yeah. no beliefs. He has no values. But he's cool. smart. It's, it's he's not dumb. He does a lot of languages. He's able. <laughs> yes, it's, and he finds a use in him. He does Christianity. He does uh, that's Islam right there. The Islamic mm-hmm. moon. He does Buddhism next with these ridiculous. <laughs> he does Buddhism. Yeah, or Confucianism. and then he does. No, yeah, that'd be Buddhism. Buddhism. Buddhism, yeah, because you see a Buddha, it's like shaped like a Buddha. Oh, that's right, and he does the Star of David, right? Yeah, and, yep. and that's why he picks him because because the Jews were slaves to Egypt. Language of the slaves. Whoops. Oh, I'm not triggered by this word. No, I'm not triggered at all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't. He wasn't there for when Moses. Oh God, there's so many racist things that could be taken from this scene. <laughs> okay, well, <you> oh, <laughs> that's not racist. The the Jews were slaves. <laughs> well, I mean, then he bribes him with gold. <laughs> well, he's not Jewish. Oh, okay, I get it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had all of this already. <laughs> uh, so they escaped, and now they're back. Yeah, now that they're in Cairo, Egypt. 
because they're gonna have an argument about like he wants to leave because he's rational and she's like I want to stay and stop this. Yep. He's like fuck this nonsense. Do hotels just have cats chilling in them? That's true. Where the fuck did this cat come from? I don't know, but that's like a white cat, so it's very like pretty, and it's probably expensive cats. Yeah, that's not that's not no. a street cat. I love this. I think it's funny. He's packing it. She's unpacking it. It's it's a little thing. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's fun. He's like, here's your books. Here's your fucking shit. And this is insinuating that they're in the same room? Uh, no, he well, he's packing her up. Those are her stuff. It's the books and typewriter and her female clothes. Uh. Oh, she hit his hands. Stupid woman. I would have, like, he, like, pulls out, like, one of her underwear, and he's like, ooh, and he like, puts it in his pocket. <laughs> and we've reached the, the, the level. <laughs> <laughs> contract what contract did they have all it was was a kiss and then i'm gonna follow you because you have a beautiful body <laughs> I, like, I like how he delivers his line fine fine, fine. Mm, i hate you but i love you i just so the, everyone's very accepting of what they just oh told. yeah they're not like maybe it's a hallucination yeah. i love this guy this guy's in it for two scenes but he's like a drunken suicidal like uh British Royal Air Force guy, just like, I just want to go die in action. <laughs> what is sad is we're making fun of his PTSD that he has. Because he fought in the war where all his yeah. friends died, and now he just wants to die to I meet know. his friends again. That's not funny. That's not funny at what all. What are you talking about? This movie makes it hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that drunk yeah, veteran. Because no, right? he watched all his friends die. What a fat Wait fuck. Wait till Vietnam. <laughs> Why is it funny if your friends died in World War One, but not? It's not, but they play it off as it is. Yeah. I think it would have been better if he was just, like, this drunk guy that's like, I was the best pilot in all this place. And it turns out, like, he wasn't. He's well, like, if you take scam. it seriously for ten seconds, it'd be fine. But everything's a joke in this movie. Yeah. Nothing is taken seriously. He ripped his, his mm-hmm. eyes and tongue out, and they play it. What do you think? Like, it's played off as a joke. Nothing is serious in this movie. Yeah. But then they come to this fucking scene, which is heartbreaking. It's horrifying. Oh. But then he just spills it. See, this is the whole point. Like, this movie works because no one takes it seriously, so it's it's fine on a C level. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'll spill up to you. And you're just like, oh, God, I feel so bad for him. I don't, because the movie doesn't care. <laughs> um, it's, oh, oh, don't take It's funny eyes. in the sequel is he has the exact same outfit and mask to cover his, like, emotiveness. <laughs> he just packed those up yeah. before he uh, went into the grave. Exactly. Ugh, it looks worse and worse. Okay, this, okay, okay I yeah. get it. It's a, a plague. They should have just not showed him. They should have just kept it with his stuff on and the guy's. It's creepier when he has that mask on. That black mask is creepy. This is dumb because yeah. the, the rivers of Egypt flow with blood, but why is the liquor blood? It's because Jesus turned water into wine. Is that why? It's a different story. Jesus turned every liquid into blood. It's a different story, though. <laughs> I don't. I guess liquor has some water in it. But but it says, like, the rivers turned water and turned to blood. And the point... There we go. Egyptians being killed. Drink. Drink. Egyptians being killed. 
Which is being killed. Oh. Drink as two. He turned a fucking liquor as into four, blood. Four death drinks. Four times. Goddamn liquor blood. Oh, four drinks. So wait, which plague is this? Um, the fire from from the sky. I don't remember this one. Wait, there was a plague where God shot meteorites in Egypt. <laughs> That's the eleventh one. Didn't talk about that one. Why wouldn't that be his last one? Right. That seems pretty devastating. I. Oh, it's creepy man. how he's getting the muscles. I kind of like that, but then he just looks even goofier. <laughs> I got muscles. I think they should have just showed him, like finished. I don't need to see the transformation. Um, I it, it, for the time it's fine. It's not. It's not great, but it's not that bad. Man, he shoots a lot of bullets. And I like how the mummy throws people instead of just, like, breaking his neck. Yeah, it's hail. The ten plagues of Egypt are blood, frogs, lice, flies, livestock, pestilence, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, and killing the firstborn. So it's hail. So no fucking meteorites? I guess that's the the scarier, creepier version of hail. So God broke everyone's windshields. <laughs> Ow, this hurts. Aww. <laughs> Ow. This is highlight. This is annoying, and I itch. I live in Wisconsin now. <laughs> oh, don't you know we're here in Egypt? We don't like them Jew folks. <laughs> I'd shoot him. He's an asshole. He's also in Mr. Deeds. Kill him now. <laughs> Kill him before they can raise Adam Sandler from the grave. <laughs> I love how no one ever says that we're an ancient secret society. Like they just said it online. The goddamn Illuminati. We sworn at manhood to do anything. What? We sworn at manhood? That's what he said? Did he just say at man? He swore at manhood? He swore at manhood. We gave our dicks <laughs> for this cause. You are willing to do anything. I do like that. We're like, you'll just kill anyone? He's like, yeah. Yeah, we'll just kill anyone to Except save the Except for you earth. guys. Yes. Just like you've been doing for the past fucking hour and a half. Right? <laughs> Don't play with that now? Like, why do you care? I just look at him and be like, yeah, you're fucked. Exposition dump. Exposition dump. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh. This is weird. This still doesn't explain why he would be obsessed with her. Because she looks... I don't know, because she's the only woman in this movie? Literally? True. But why would he make out with his human sacrifice? Why wouldn't he be like, you'll do? Oh, I don't know. I think it's just because it's been 3,000 years and he wants to get it on. Now that makes sense. He'd be like, ah, after 3,000 years of no sex, he is quite horny. <laughs> oh, no. Darkness imprisoning me. All I see. <laughs> That's all I think about when I hear this. <laughs> I cannot hold her. I cannot move. I cannot die. I say, Jackson, it's the sun being blocked. Well, I do say, it looks so. Indubitably, it's weird. It's not the time of the year. Indubitably. Good thing we're just guards and not involved with all this mummy business. <laughs> Painted Coca-Cola? You hear those boys? <laughs> Some comic bagger? That's the most American thing ever. That's my very insult now. Comic bagger. 
I like how they don't think he's going to rape her. Yeah, right. Does that. <laughs> They're cool with it. It's like, the twenties. They don't care. Why do they? Why do you take Jonathan? Jonathan's worthless. He is in no way an action guy. Take these guys. He's gonna shoot anything, literally. You know, once again, though, I like Brendan Fraser in this. He's just a man's man, and I I would not have thought Brendan Fraser is a man's man, but this movie, it's just like, he does it well. You stop drooling, Shane. Jeez. Oh, I'm not drooling. I am dripping. <laughs> This is creepy, but then they undercut it with this stupid face right now. Look at this. Like, it's creepy, it gets close, and it goes, yep. eyeball. See, yeah, they fucked it up. They could have... I see they were trying to do a claustrophobic kind of horror film, but they just... That's what I was going to say, is these sets feel really small, probably because they're cheap and they are, but it doesn't work mm -hmm. because they no one takes Motep seriously. This is my favorite scene. He throws a chair at him. It's so amazing. <laughs> a chair at him right just that's wah! the most american thing ever i'm gonna throw a chair at you it's like wrestling you know what the chair he should slap him now he's like i don't want to smack stop you threw him overboard to kind of kill him with crocodile like in the nile like why not just start smacking the shit out of him mm. so it's did you see where it's better to serve the devil yeah i like that line too yeah I, I, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you shit. You're just gonna hurt me. It's a fan. Like it'll give you a bruise, but it's not gonna cut your yeah. head off. Ow! 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 Stop it! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> We've all like hit our hand in a fan trying to like dodge it, so it's not gonna be that bad. Do people know you can stop a hand with? a fan with your hand you just grab the you can literally just put it up and grab yeah it'll kind of leave a bruise maybe but that's it that's what i was saying yeah he just jumped i love this they do this a couple times <laughs> in these films where he jumps to the left and he pops up right in front of the camera like that's how it works and why do they do that he's just like whoa like all they need to do is him jump and that was it don't you understand this movie doesn't take anything seriously why are they carrying those jars? Why do you need those fucking jars? Like, I know, like, Anax and the Moon's organs, quote-unquote, are in there, but does he really need new organs for her? I, I don't know, He looks know, creepier man. when he has, like, more skin on him. Yeah. But he looks dumb, dumber, too, though. Mm. <sighs> I guess when you're a mummy, your jaw can unlock, and you can just drop down like an anaconda. Yeah. Look at these poor Egyptians drink. Oh, poor... Oh, yeah. I also don't understand how, like, he has this curse placed on him, right? Yeah. So that just means when he wakes up, he understands all the powers he has? He doesn't have to learn them? Well, he was a priest, so therefore he knows all of the uh, curses and things that have never been mm -hmm. used before because it's the only one person they ever used his curse on. So what you're saying is everyone that goes to church, beware of your pastor. <laughs> curses. Because when he dies and comes back, he'll be like, oh, I can walk on water now. <laughs> this part reminds me of Dracula, like the Bram Stoker's one that um, Francis yes. Coppola did. Like the windows open and it appears. It's a very Dracula feel to it. Mm -hmm. They take a lot of different things. Oh, well, and coincidentally, Stephen Summers goes on to make Van Helsing and do Dracula, Wolfman... And Frankenstein's monster, so he's completing his entire Universal Studios monster thing. 
I like this. This looks better. This looks good with the shadow. It looks really good yeah. like that. I like that. They needed more of this and less of Emotep. Yeah, he's he has like no personality to him. But he's kind of boring as like a full character. Oh, you can see that looks so bad. The CGI. You can see his like his scars are moving like up and down. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's like cheap CGI. And she's sleeping like perfectly tucked in. Mr. Sandman, won't you leave me? Bring me a ring. Do 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 do. Oh no, not for real. Yeah. Why don't we just burst open the door? Instead, he turns himself into sand. Why does he just bust it open? Who cares? Why does he want to kiss? Because he's been locked away, beaten by bugs for 3,000 years. She's like, oh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, my God, you're not Brendan Fraser. You're some B-rate actor. <laughs> you're from South Africa. You said the African. He's the real racist. I'm Ema Tip. Yo, oh, your face. Aha. And then the cat. Like, I know, it's so ridiculous, though. <laughs> I'm allergic! I'm allergic! You fucking know this! <laughs> I plan on doing cats only. Oh I just God. picture your fat fucking cat just like... <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like some chonky cat? <laughs> big fucking cat. He's just like... Argh! It's like... <laughs> some mangy ass street cat. <sighs> This movie does the Roland Emmerich thing of traveling a lot, a lot of like driving and movement. But the the sequel, oh my god, oh my god, they go everywhere. Oh, just world hopping. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the Gold Book that can kill him. Who knows? It's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exposition probably is gonna work. <laughs> I just like as well that she's the only one. All of fucking Cairo University, you only have a couple people that can read hieroglyphs? Seems like... She's the plot. She's in the, she's in the movie. Well, Jonathan can read later, and then these guys can read too. Right? Can't now, the Magi guy do it? Yeah. Yeah, drink to this one. They're slaves. We're drinking to this one. They became his slaves because they have boils? I think the logic is... They're so afraid, but also he says his powers is growing. So he's making them slaves. So once again, it's very vague, so you don't think about it. Yeah, that's very vague. Well, look at their the eyes. Their slave. eyes are glazed over, so it implies that he's controlling them. But if he can do that, then control the other idiots. Because it's either control Rick, or they're implying that Egyptians mm -hmm. are like small-brained and can be controlled very easily. See, Ronnie, the problem is they have a fortitude of 14, and the average person carries a fortitude of 8, which has a saving throw of minus 3. Therefore, they cannot be made slaves. <laughs> so your virginity <laughs> level is 10,000? <laughs> it's not my fault. I just don't like a lot of the girls out there. <laughs> we should play D&D &D again. Yes, we should. That was fun. I still have it. We'll just do one-shots of, like, modern politics. <laughs> All right, you're playing the character of Mitch McConnell, level nine paladin. <laughs> My Trimposaurus Rex is ready to pounce. <laughs> oh no, and Nancy Pelosi has appeared. 
This is kind of funny, but really stupid, and it undercuts any kind of tension. Yeah, because they're zombies now? I told you, like, it's they are what they need to be for the plot. Uh, That's a good zombie sound, though. This is stupid. Huh, I enjoyed this more when I wasn't analyzing it. Yeah. <laughs> Get that thing in gear, giddy up! Okay, I'm the most frustrating thing about this is Imhotep is literally all powerful, but he's just like, I'm gonna let you get away. Oh yeah, it's one of those his powers just are used to advance yeah. plot. He has a Superman problem where like he's so powerful that they, they have to like undercut like his powers yeah. so that they have a movie. And here's my favorite scene where they literally run over these Egyptian people because they're <laughs> they are literally <laughs> controlled by the devil. And I'm gonna finish my drink in honor of these poor people about to get run over and beaten to death. Uh, oh, classic Hollywood. It's okay. They're just Egyptian. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I thought at first it looks like he's going backwards, but he's not. He is going forward. And drink. Oh, God, he's just massacring all these Egyptian natives. Keep drinking. Stop talking. Uh, Here we go. I'm back into beers now. Uh, I'm now drinking a hot bullet from Sierra Nevada. Uh, I'm chasing my Moscow meal with more alcohol. Yay. Right there. Yeah, she should punch him. Me. That would pay off. She learned to punch, punch him, and she pokes him in the eye because this movie is stupid. Oh, and that's hilarious. Yeah. Because I mean, punching his back's turned to these guys. Once again, though, shameless take from Indiana Jones. Like, this whole market oh, yeah. chase scene looks like short stack. Oh, yeah. The car ride. Yeah. bullets because you fired them all uh-oh he's gonna get eaten now by hannibal lecter i mean emotep <laughs> i ate his liver with a side of pava beans and a chianti <laughs> <laughs> like a little tie look at that shit oh look at his fat tie he's got, he's got the high pants and the little come color. on be a real american tell him that you can take it from your cold dead hands and punch him <laughs> in the face don't tread on me. Please. Vote innocent on Tom Robinson. <laughs> he, looks this, he looks like he's in the Tell him you have the right to due process. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was weird? I was thinking about this movie and randomly Guantanamo Bay popped into my head. I don't know why it did. Because I think like the worst thing people have done. And it's like the Brits are stealing, break into things. And I was like. Worst thing Americans in is Guantanamo Bay. We have no due process, and we just throw them in a, a place and say, eh, yeah. I think they're terrorists. Fuck them, they're terrorists. I think they are. There's no, yeah, they're not like they're convicted. Who knows? You know, I just had a thought, because I was listening to our Godzilla podcast, and I thought mm -hmm. some of the funniest shit was thinking about how President Clinton would handle Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just thinking, like, Mr. Clinton, there is a zombie, uh, I mean mummy, raised from the dead... Apparently he had sex with someone. I like that. Well, he had sex with someone. <laughs> Just listen to the story. Uh, and now he is an all-powerful god bringing the ten plagues of Egypt on Earth. What are our options here? <laughs> <laughs> Have we tried and listening, Brendan Fraser? He's on it. We did, and it did not work at all. It came, came back twice. <laughs> My hands are tied. <laughs> We've done everything we can do. 
You know what's really weird is in the third movie, they don't go back to Imhotep. They're like, you know what? We played him out, so we're going to go to Jet Lai. Yeah, Chet Lee. <laughs> is it Lee or Lai? It's now a cha- Chinese mummy. Is it Jet Lee or Jet Lai? Jet Lee. Okay. Oh. Snap their necks. Imhotep's like, I'm going to fuck your girl. You are an all-powerful devil mummy. Snap their necks. You know, using that logic, though, every movie is pretty much broken. Like, you just gotta gotta go with the uh, the Austin Powers route with, I'm just gonna put them in this slow-moving tank and just assume that all goes well. <laughs> Austin Powers is a spoof for a reason. <laughs> I have a gun. I can go shoot him right now. You just don't get it, do you? Let's go into the sewers. Oh, Egyptians give me a kill. Drink some more. Oh. This is your last chance. This is the last. Sounds like he could kill most of them before. This is the last example of Egyptians being killed, so my drinking game is dumb, so I'll keep drinking. Oh. All right, back to Hominoptera. <laughs> That's a long fade to black. Yeah, that was one. Royal Air Force of Giza. Nothing like paying homage to colonialism. Well, I was going to say, like, that makes the most sense, actually, of all things in this movie. But it pays, like, romantic homage. Like, this isn't particularly badly that he has a slave as... Oh, yeah. I love this. Suicide mission? I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want me to kill myself? This character is so sad. Yeah. It reminds me of Archer. Like all the like the scene in Archer where like uh, the one guy is like in the Air Force and uh, his <laughs> manservants like kind of I just want to die. <laughs> I love how he's like, we can't fit you all, so you're gonna have to hang on to the wing. They literally just strap him to their wings. <laughs> This guy's got a, a very special moment right there laughing <laughs> like an insane person. <laughs> oh no, it appears there's a sandstorm. In the aisles, we don't have sandstorms. That's what she said. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> proud of that. But I, had to... I haven't heard that since my <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> uh, this movie is better when you're drinking. Mm-hmm. That's true. Wait, so Emotep's traveling as a sandstorm? They're like their lungs would be filled with sand. I need a new job. Okay, okay. That's that, so that's dumb. stupid. This yeah. is so dumb. Because if I can do sandstorms, I can definitely do like fire and burn things. I would have recast Emotep as David Bowie. Oh my god! Imagine all the flair and awesomeness of that. Right. Uh, we should watch Labyrinth. I'm so sick I'm putting of Labyrinth this on the guy. list. I love oh, Labyrinth. Oh, that is a good Labyrinth one. On my list. Dark Crystal, so I can have nightmares the rest of my time. I have never finished the Dark Crystal, actually, so maybe we should put them on there. There's a lot of them on there we could do. At some point, we should do it. We should... Also, we're going to... Oh, my God. We're going to watch The Great Muppet. Oh, I love The Muppets. Point. Let's do a movie that we actually enjoy. <laughs> For the first time ever. I know. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying it on a a schlock level. It's definitely fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's not like Lost in Space. No, that's bad. But Brendan Fraser doesn't blink very often. (laughs) He's very intense (laughs) for a very jokey thing. Look at this. This is so ridiculous. I'm going to fly lower because that's how that works. What if they had to fight him because he was like, that's all right, gents, I'll kill us all. And I'm like, no! <laughs> right? Let me kill myself! The shell shot kicks in and he goes, I quit. Okay, so... Just, his character is so sad now that I look at it. I'm like, this isn't funny at all. It's funny because they don't take it seriously, but it's sad in reality. Because in the 20s, they didn't believe in PTSD. It was called shell shock, and they were just put institutionalized, and they were just like putting a, an ice pick through the brain. They were cowards. <laughs> you don't want to fight more? What's wrong with you? Oh, he's swallowed. Yeah, well, uh, you, you didn't watch the sequel. I watched it this morning, and it's all these scenes are exactly taken. Okay, punch him. He can, mm-hmm. She literally punched him. She learned how to punch, mm-hmm. but instead she's going to kiss him. This is so That would have been the right hook moment. Right? Exactly. And it, like, the sandstorm would have led up, and they would have made it. Exactly. Oh, damn it. And then he would hit her, making her, making him even more evil. Like, he hit struck a woman. Right? And the pilot, right? The right hook would have been better than this. Oh, yeah. No, this is insulting because it just shows, like, once again, that men are so stupid that if someone kisses you, I'm like, oh, my dick's not working. <laughs> Why is there fire? Well, and, like, the pilot could have been like, damn it, I thought I was going to die in that sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Adding more misery to this apparently <laughs> black comedy. Ugh. That was beautiful, you bastard. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> it just shows that he hates on his job. With Peter Griffin. Yeah, right? You bastard. Hey, you know what I gotta do? You bastard. <laughs> I think she looked longingly at Brick again from just in some drink again, just because I'm tired of this movie. <laughs> nice. It's so wacky. I don't think there's any bullets in that. I'm pretty sure you pulled the uh, the bullets out of that. <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, Winston's dead. He's joining his buddy. This is weird. They have a moment of, like, solace, but his character was comic relief. Right? And there just so happens to be quicksand to give him a burial. Yeah, they... they... Jesus Christ. Adios, amigo. That looks so bad. <laughs> there's, such a, there's obviously a hole there. You're finally dead. He went how his buddies would have wanted him to go. Hunting a mythological mummy. Yeah, in the desert, away from anything that relates to Britishism. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully our audience is listening, is like watching the movie while we're talking because we're not doing a good job describing yeah, anything yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> Take some of our comments in context here. Yes. Which is a hard ask in 1999. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I, I actually don't know because as we podcast from Mars. Yes, exactly. We, <laughs> I hope that people in 2020 are much more understanding <laughs> than people in 1999. Bowie's in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna 
kill you and reincarnate you as my girlfriend. It's really <laughs> crazy. <laughs> There's a mummy on earth and I'm going to Mars. <laughs> mummy Tom to ground control. <laughs> I would punch him. That'd be a good point to punch him in the face. Just hit him with a rock. That's the most British thing ever. Get back to work, you um, Egyptian and uh, American. American. <laughs> the only thing about this movie that kind of upsets me, but I know the rating, is there's no blood. There is no blood. Because this scene should be blood. There should be blood when his the bug goes into right. his hand. And he pops it open there. But I love those scarabs. They're creepy as hell. Yeah, it crawls underneath your skin. Yeah, anything in body horror is creepy terrifying but you don't see the lump right there oh okay that's not even close where it's at that's a bad that was poorly done but yeah it's creepy though why would you shoot you idiot stomp on it right these things are like putties from like power rangers like it's just so bad oh which i have on my list oh dude it's on my list too but i was <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right, we'll hold it. We'll hold, hold it. it for later. Oh no, it's okay, this is so bad. Coleman. He says, "Awake the others. Therefore, are all hieroglyphics mummies?" <laughs> like, <laughs> how ridiculous is this shit? We're, we're taking some leaps of faith here. He looks like Gollum. Look at his ears. He looks like Gollum, like a hobbit. Now, I wonder, because they put subtitles on it. Uh-huh. Is that really ancient Egyptian? Okay, according to IMDB, they had an Egyptologist in here for the hieroglyphics. I'm assuming it is, but I don't know. But what about the language? Is that Arabic? Or, because I assume that Egyptians did not speak Arabic. I'm trying to think. Because they weren't Arab. You, this this is beyond uh, wasted potential's knowledge level here. I do not know. <laughs> Survey says I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'll Google it. You watch the movie. I'll, I'll make a nice quick Google here. Oh, there's a lot of gold there, boys. This also is a little bit like Aladdin, because isn't Aladdin like they find a bunch of treasure and then it all gets eaten by sand? I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, it's well. It feels like Indiana Jones, and it feels like a lot of different things kind of combined there. Yeah, which I'll forgive the movie. It feels original enough. Well, it makes sense though in the context because the Egyptian pharaohs put all of their wealth inside of these tombs. Which is funny. What if we buried U.S. presidents with the sum of money they had when they left office? <laughs> <laughs> so Trump gets basically a tennis shoe. <laughs> Because we're so in debt, we don't have any. Well, 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 there's a fun question. Does does Trump have more money than Obama? Mm. That Obama was a ooh, lawyer. Trump was a businessman. I know Trump's got failings, but I'm. So, are we talking pre-presidency or post? But end of their life. End of their life for sure. Pre-presidency, Trump would have been richer for sure. It depends but what year. Post-presidency. Yes. Due to political corruption, Obama's probably rocking some good money with all them fucking speeches and shit. Okay, what language is spoken in Egypt was modern standard Arabic. And, and like, 
Ancient Egypt? That's what it says on my first lookup for Google. I mean, nowadays, modern Arabic is spoken. That's what it says. It says, like, pre-modern Arabic, so I'm sure it's some kind of combination. He loses his, his cheek uh, as, like, a... The, he like, the uses match. his beard because he's so fucking manly. He doesn't even have a beard, though. He's got, like... I want the audience to try to light a match on their face and enjoy the fucking cut you get. This is weird. Because he loads the gold, that makes sense, but then he has this moment where he's, like, second-guessing himself. Is it because he feels bad or because he wants more gold? It makes sense he wants more gold. Yeah, they should have had him look at, like, three different camels and be like, mm. Yes, that would, you're right, that's, that's a good improve, improvement. Why does he need priests there? He gets to guard her, but he's assuming that they're going to break the spell. It took literally four lines to, like, raise him from the dead. It shouldn't take that long to raise her from the dead. Right. So he's using the Book of the Dead? It's, okay, well, okay, okay, well, in the sequel it says the Book of the Dead gives life, the Book of the Living takes life away. So it's, like, the opposite. Right, right. Why they did that? I don't know. Is it to just confuse the average passerby? Well, no, I've told you. This is the whole movie. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Here we go. Here's this moment where he looks. I have gold. But it looks more like melancholy than it does I can get more, right? Look at his face. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's it's confusing. It's not explicit. And they just found oh, this book just, really quickly. They just found the well, book? Well, she said it's at the bottom of the statue of, I think she said Anubis. Anubis, yeah. right? Yeah. How do these, like, shotguns and guns work on these mummies but not on Imhotep? The same thing, right? Right? Like, you would just be like, oh, maybe you could break their knees off, but, like, you can't kill them. Like, they would still come after you. But even when he shut off Imhotep's, like, leg he just got back up and was like i'm cool and later in this movie he cuts off her his arm and he just like pops that shit back on no problem he should be dead i don't know Shh, don't think about it i'm just glad that these white people are here to save egypt exactly i feel confident now <laughs> oh no the ooze ah uh, we're in azkaban again <laughs> it's he who shall not be named. Why does he need... He didn't need a human sacrifice last time to raise her when he was interrupted. No, it's because uh, he needs the, she needs the organs to be fully bodied. Remember, he had to take their organs, so this is how she sucks her life out and gets the organs, I think. Oh, and she's going to emotep her. Yes. Ah. What if she cheats on him? Now she's a damsel in distress. This is so... Unf I, I... I just love how, like, they're they're in love, so they want to raise him, and anyone that's better in love understands it. But what about four years in where they realize they're not the ones for each other? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to touch that <laughs> we're, subject. We're, but, um... we're like Anoxuna Moon and Emotep. We're like, you know what? I, I, I just... We have different beliefs. I don't know. We we only dated for like four months when you died, and I really thought I loved you then. Because in the sequel, it doubles down and says like they're soulmates because like they are transcend time and death because 
Rachel Vise is a um, what you call it? A it's like soulmate, and then the Knox on the Moon like actress is the same fucking character again, <laughs> but she's the reincarnation. So they just double down the ridiculousness of this. I just want Emotep to be like so. I kind of I I I met someone. You're right, Stacy. She works in accounting. Yeah, Becky's really fine, and she like does everything. I mean, we're just a better fit. I know I raised you from the dead and stuff, but you know it's it's been a lot of years. We should get a reality TV show with Imhotep and Anax in the Moon. <laughs> he raised her from the dead, and they've been destined to be together for centuries. But can they make it in a modern world? He's having second thoughts, and she has no idea what will happen in the Mummy Revisited. We go to Anax in the Moon, and she wedding shops. <laughs> I don't know. It's just none of this stuff really matches my style. You know, it's just like a different time. It's like New Age. I'm more like Old Age. <laughs> I'm more like Old Testament. He's like New Testament. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, he's smashed the most. Imhotep can murder him in seconds. Do it. Do it better. This is so annoying because this idiot is like the keep, like he saves the day and she's right. the scholar. She's the one who knows everything, but this idiot gets his, like, his comeuppance in his, like, moment. This just reminds me of, like, the Chris Farley where he's, like, quasi-serpiniku? <laughs> oh, the... Oh, the no, no, SNL no, it's quasi-serpi-piku. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know it, Brendan Fraser. That's how we feel, too. <laughs> it keeps getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. This just doesn't stop, does it? <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, bird, Birdman sitting down. Birdman sitting down with cr- crocodile. And here we go. The chick uh, fight. It's got to be a chick uh, fight because men can't punch women. In the, in the sequel, it doubles down on this too, and it's so annoying because it's like, why can't you scream at a mummy? It's not even a person. Like that, it's a callback. He screams at them, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck you." But he walked across I feel like skulls. That's kind of a classic thing. The chick fight. Does that happen as much now as it did back then? It doesn't anymore because it's considered sexist. I think it's just. Right. I think it's just stupid because I feel like evil is evil, and like men can punch women if they're evil. Like if. All right. If a woman comes into my house with a gun to kill me, I'm gonna punch her in the face. Punch her the fuck out of her. <laughs> right. Like we'll do whatever we can. It doesn't matter your gender. You're gonna die. <laughs> Well, like, does she... I forgot if she's, like... She's, like, take that, you bitch. <laughs> oh, the James Bond thing? Well, yeah, do they call him a bitch? Like, normally there's bitch mentioned. No, they don't say that in this. This movie doesn't have very many... I like words. how Brendan Fraser, like, is good with a sword. Yeah, right? Because he's apparently some kind of soldier mercenary, but he can use any weapons. Right. That's my biggest thing, is, like, is like who is he? That's luck. Yeah, it's kind of fun, but like I hate that how like he's a gunfighter, so he should not know what to do with a sword. He should just be like, ah, I don't know. Okay, right there, he's like blocking constantly. I can get that he blocks, but like mm-hmm. it, the luck is what saves him, and this is it's just annoying that luck saves these people. Like it should be talent, it should be abilities. Like Evie should be the one reading, Jonathan should be the one fighting the girl, and like barely surviving. Jonathan fighting the girl would make more sense. Yeah, and in the sequel, Evie's like this all-star, like, badass person that can use these weapons because she's the reincarnation of 
Oh, it's so stupid. Oh, dude, like, the sequels are so bad. Like, they're watchable, but they're bad. They're one, maybe not. I like how all their shit's made out of gold, too. The worst fucking metal on Earth to make a weapon out of. <laughs> it's not as malleable as, like, other it's things. It's soft. Right? It's just fucking soft. Like, you can bend gold. Like, take a gold ring and take a wrench, you'll bend the fuck out of it. Super easy. Like, real gold is super malleable. People turn into... It, Oh, wasted potential for these uh, good um, metal-based... Uh, as, <laughs> as an amateur metallurgist. <laughs> <laughs> well, what podcast was that? We talked about that, the metallurgist. Yeah, join our other passive, Wasted Metal. That was uh, Wild Wild West, where we talked about he's a metallurgist, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah. shape metal. Dude, I'd be pissed. I would, like, get a sandstorm going and murder him immediately. I know. Why doesn't he go to the sandstorm move? No, and his arm pops off, and there's... I get I get it. There's no blood because he's a mummy, but still. It still bothers me. Yeah. You'll cut my arm off. I love how Brandon Preacher can take, like, all this damage and have no, no problems. It's, it's, it's... I know. He'd have a broken rib for sure. What's well, the Indiana Jones effect where you can get punched in the face 10,000 times? Never get knocked out. Problem. When you watch the UFC, dudes get one-punched all the time. <laughs> right? Because fists hurt. <laughs> yeah. And no one ever breaks their knuckles. Like, Brendan Fraser punches a bunch of people. Never breaks a knuckle. Well, he knows how to perfectly, like, punch them. <laughs> Those are some cheap-ass gold plates. He's, like, ignoring yeah. them. This is so insulting that he just, like, ignores he, them. He doesn't care that there's that going on. I'm mad at you. It's literally a cockfight. Like, you just, like, gotta fight him. You tried to fuck my girl. Now I fuck you. He does that stupid roar thing. Four lines. Four lines, and he's now mortal. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. <laughs> What's weird is, like, he gets his soul taken from him and his powers, and he's walking to Brendan Fraser and goes, oh, yeah, now I'm mortal. Like, this whole thing happens. He goes, oh, what was that? No big deal. Uh, well, I like how it's like a horse that shows up, and he's like, we gotcha, bitch. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It's very, like, Hercules type of thing where it goes to the underworld. Yeah, why isn't it him, like, collapsing? Yeah. He just stabs him by accident and it works. So Emotep doesn't know that he wasn't mortal? That's what I'm saying. Like, the little chariot thing happens. is like, oh, that was no big deal, right? Yeah, he wouldn't be like, oh, shit, now I'm mortal. This is the weirdest thing because in the sequel, they pull him out. And he's, like, covered in, like, black goo and it works just fine. Like, I have a news. Oh, now he's alive, so he can be eaten by the spirit. Yeah, water. I don't know. This is like Hercules, where like and Hercules, like the all the fates and the the dead people take away your soul in the water. So is that water just full of spirit people? So if like if one of them fell into it, they would get spirit eaten. It has to be, right? Oh, they replay that death deal in the beginning. Screw you. But yeah, that's the weird thing. Is like, if they fell in there, would they die? Or just be like, oh, this is just black water. The classic mm. Egyptian black water. <laughs> and once again, coincidence. He just so happens to hit this lever, and this lever is what makes it all fall apart. Yeah, right? This is a self-destruct button. What a poor, dis poor design to put a self-destruct lever yeah, the aliens who made these pyramids didn't think this through. Oh, this was obviously made by aliens. The Egyptians <laughs> did not have the technology to make this. Ugh. Which is surprising that the sequels didn't take a, a spin on aliens. 
Oh, and he threw the book in there, of course. You know what's coincidental? Is I was watching it this morning, and the uh, Imhotep's in this weird case, and looks very alien James Cameron-looking thing, like an egg. It's kind of, it's funny that you mentioned that. Hmm. Did aliens make the mummy? That's what we need to know. Which, well, Aliens is 90, or is it 80? Is it 87, 88? Well, I mean, like, legitimate aliens that are controlling the White House right now. (laughs) Mel made the movie. (laughs) Steven Summers is an alien. (laughs) I will follow that through line. (laughs) Well, he made Van Helsing and then a bunch of other shit, so maybe. (laughs) Van Helsing's another one we'll definitely watch on this podcast at some point. That's a movie where it, like... You're watching, and you're like, man, this could have been such a hit, and it's just such a miss. Bye, Benny. You're going to get crushed to death. Yeah. This is it again. <laughs> Luckily, Benny didn't get smashed to death. He'll just be eaten by bugs. Right? This thing, he likes gets squashed. I prefer to be squashed and eaten alive by these things for 3,000 years. Right? So he doesn't... Uh... He doesn't show up in the second one, right? No, he's 100% dead right here. This is weird right. because there's light as it because they use those light things to get light in there. So it appears like it's light, but then his torch is the light right there. But then you would think there'd still be a light because that has to reflect up top, right? Um, I mean, there would be light where the torch is unless he was close to a mirror. No, no, no. But once, but once again, that light was not from his torch. It's from the ceiling. It has to be. Well, I mean, it crushed the mirror. Yeah, but then there's there's still be an opening somewhere in here with light. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. But watch this next scene; it goes completely dark when his torch goes out. It's creepy, but it doesn't make any sense yeah. logically. I don't even know what I'd do because there's no way he can even kill himself. Um, I'd put my face through one of those statues with the sharp ends. Ah, that'd be a good one. Hopefully, it works. I've considered suicide numerous times. Yeah. Ever since watching these movies and doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I am drunk as shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hopefully the audience is, too, if they have any kind of decency. You're lucky we didn't do Hominoptera. You wouldn't have made it through this fucking movie. <laughs> Would have passed it. Passed out. Instead of groaning. Now, why, why would the mountains, like, explode out? Because lever. Ah. Like, this makes no sense. The ancient Egyptians rigged it with dynamite. Run! (laughs) Stupid. Didn't you see him when you were walking? Camel is very, very sneaky. (laughs) Camels aren't loud and obnoxious. You know you can eat camel? You can eat basically anything made of meat. So, give me this. The Magi changed their religion... From ancient Egyptian to Muslim? Because he says, Um, may Allah smile on you. But he is a descendant of the Pharaoh's guard. So wouldn't they carry on the religion forward? They wouldn't be like, all right, we're following Islam now. Well, because they believe that these curses are real, it makes logical sense to go to a different religion entirely. (laughs) They just give up on what their forefathers in the secret society believes in and just... Do you see? Okay. Do you do you finally believe what I said about this script being trash and it just works because it's a C level script and not like a D level yeah. script? Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of thought process in it. 
I'm telling you, like it's it's fun. These char- these actors and these characters draw it through the end, but the script is just as bad as. Well, well, no, maybe not that bad, <laughs> but it's still pretty bad. You're not gonna ride your own camel. You're riding this. Oh, and they have gold. Me I like how they like do a shine and a little chime. Thring. They have to because it shows that like they didn't leave empty-handed. Hammered, handed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm intoxicated. Oh god. All right. Well, we did it, everybody. Screen. See, look at that. Screenplay and directed by Steven Summers. He had complete control over this. I mean, not completely terrible, but not the best thing I've ever seen. This is the best movie we've done on our podcast, but you know. Congratulations to be Daredevil and fucking. Wow! Wow! West. Wild Wild West. <laughs> Steven Summers, you beat Wild Wild West. Fucking sleep easy. I watched this movie a year ago. Last summer I watched it because it was on Netflix. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. It's, it's fine. It's, it's not a bad. It's, I guess we'll go into this. Like recommendations. Like if you want something that's silly and kind of fun. Like I'm never bored. This movie's never boring. So I'd recommend it. I'm just honest. Like this is a fun. The problem is if I'm going to tell someone to watch The Mummy, I'm going to tell them to just watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Instead. Oh, yeah. We're going to compare the two, I guess. Like, because it's the same movie. But no, this movie was actually fun. I smiled and enjoyed myself through it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of issues, and we could fix it by starting it off differently. And I would take The Mummy more seriously and make him a little more terrifying. Show him, like you said before, show him less, make him scarier and more of a threat. You might have a better movie here, but it's just too goofy. <laughs> yeah, keep a more uh, consistent tone. But, For uh, sure. We fucking did it. <laughs> um, we survived the mummy. There, we, we did it, everybody. We watched the mummy. Um, now's the part of the... So we enjoyed this movie. I hope you guys did too. Um, yeah, I would definitely check it out if you are really bored or it's free. But I would avoid the sequels. They're they are much worse than this. <laughs> they decline, and then I would avoid the Scorpion Kings. There's five of those fucking movies. Oh no! There's five Scorpion Kings. Fuck me. Okay. Okay. This is the part where one of us gets to choose the movie, and the mummy was uh, dear old. Um, Shane, whatever your code name is. <laughs> it's Shane. Fuck it. And then um, I guess for me, if I had to select the next movie, I'm going to pick 2003, a year in which I was in middle school, I think. And I'm going to pick a movie starring Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix. It's a science fiction horror movie called Signs. Oh, that's exciting. I think Signs will be interesting because Signs is... Middle of the road. People argue whether it's a good Shyamalan or a bad Shyamalan. So I think us going back and looking at it will be a good review. I'm excited to watch. I haven't seen Signs in a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen it since high school, so it's going to be interesting. And Shyamalan is such a hit or miss. That's a good He's like either a home run or a fucking strikeout. Like there's nothing (laughs) in the middle. We'll discuss that for sure. So thank you for listening in. And uh, we will see you next time, and keep drinking. And uh, a happy Christmas from Mars.
<laughs> yes, on Mars right now it is Christmas time. I hope you're all enjoying 2020, you lucky bastards. I wish I could see the future. Right, I'm sure it's going so smoothly in the year 2020 right now. <laughs> on Keep Earth. it up. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Can't finally get fixed? They did. Um, they got fixed because they're doing elective surgeries again, which means that my cats are single-handedly responsible for the spike of COVID in California. <laughs> Just take it by hand. I don't think it's their fault that we're at an all-time high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Too drunk, too drunk, I'm going to get too drunk. Hey kid, get off that, god damn it.